good Monday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice, we're in our one-year Bible. You and I are going into a new book, and it's one of my favorite books in the Bible. It's the book of Joshua, and there are many reasons why it's a wonderful book to read, but there are two that really stand out to me. The first one is the Israelites are going into the land after spending 40 years in the wilderness, mm -hmm. the desert. They're finally going into the land. They take the land. And then the second reason why it's such a, a favorite book of mine is it's the one generation in Jewish history in the Old Testament where the people fully served the Lord for the entire generation. And to me, it just stands out because I want to learn everything I can learn about a generation that really does get it right. But uh, I, I, I really think the little thing that we're going to talk about today has a whole lot to do why this generation got it right, why they were able to take the land. Let's start first off with the previous generation, because we see them leaving Egypt, going through the wilderness. It seems like they're always complaining. They're always doubting God. They're always picking at each other. They're starting squabbles with each other. Even even in Moses' family, Aaron and, and Miriam start a squabble with Moses. I mean, it's just a, it's a generation of people that in many respects, even though they came out of Egypt, they still had a lot of Egypt in them. You know, and and so uh, then, of course, the the main moment that we think about this is when they had a chance to go over to the promised land and the 10 spies came back and scared everybody. And the people just said, no, we're not going to go. So it was such a failed generation. And the reason why I bring all that up is we see the opposite in this new generation that got it. And the word that jumps off the page to me is encouragement, hmm. because to me, whenever I, I, I study the book of Joshua, I always think all this stuff was done in a climate of radical encouragement. Let me show you what I mean. Uh, in chapter 1, verse 9, God is talking to Joshua. God says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord is with you wherever you go. So God is encouraging Joshua. Then you go over to chapter 10, and you got Joshua encouraging the people. He tells the people, be strong and courageous. The Lord's going to do all this for us. But probably uh, what, what stands out the most to me, and I know Moses would have loved to have had this, is the people answer back to Joshua. Joshua tells them to be courageous. You know, God tells Joshua to be courageous. Joshua tells them to be courageous. And then the people, they tell Joshua, we'll, we'll, we'll do what you ask us to do. And then they say, may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. And then at the end, they say to Joshua, you be strong and courageous. And so I just see this echo chamber of encouragement. God encouraging Joshua, Joshua encouraging the people, people encouraging their leader. And in that climate of radical encouragement, they did these extraordinary things. Why do you think, well, I know encouragement, I know you know encouragement is important, but why do you think encouragement did have this effect on that generation? Hmm. Well, I think um, when you when you take a look at what God has promised and what He's going to do, you can't help but be encouraged. But it, it helps you to go forward. You know, you think about I think about Moses constantly being pulled down by the people and pulled away from God, and here they're celebrating following God, and it just. You know, God always promises to bless if we're obedient. He does. I always think there's another E word. You know, encouragement starts with an E, and I always think there's an, another E word that's, it, it, to me, it's energy. Hmm. Because whenever there's encouragement, there's energy. And when there's discouragement, doesn't it sort of just take the energy out of you? Oh, absolutely. It, it just pulls you down. And that's one of the things I love at New Spring is how the people are so responsive to the truth oh, yeah. and want to yeah. follow God. Um, and that's such a standout in this generation. 
You know, I guess I, I know everybody that follows God deals with spiritual warfare, and so I don't know that our situation is any more challenging than anybody else's, but it just feels like, especially during this prophecy series, we just had, you could feel Satan's hot breath on our neck all the time. And I really think this is one of the great tools of Satan is to discourage. He, oh, absolutely. He can't stop God's people. He can't keep God's promises from coming true. But if he can discourage us, he might just sap some of the energy out of us that we need to do God's Word. And don't you think a lot of his discouragement is is set up with deceit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing of it is, if he told us the truth about God, we wouldn't be discouraged. We wouldn't be. There you go. So <laughs> truth and encouragement go together, and deceit and discouragement go together. Well, you know, going back to that old story where the ten spies came back and discouraged the people, and then Joshua and Caleb, the other two spies, came back and encouraged the people. I, I think we talked about this uh, a week or so ago, where... The ten spies came back and said, look at the size of those giants. Mm -hmm. And Joshua and Caleb came back and said, look at the size of those grapes and look mm -hmm. at our God. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it, it kind of comes down to what we choose to focus on. They both saw the same thing, both, both the ten and the two. They both saw the same conditions in Canaan, but they came back with different focuses. And I just think that's Satan's tool. If he can get us taking our eyes off God and focusing on the problems, he can discourage us. And if he discourages us, he can sap the energy out And of isn't us. that so appropriate for our generation? Because if we get our eyes on all the forces against us and that are threatening us, of course we're going to be discouraged. Well, let me go to an interesting place to me, uh, Mary Alice, to see what you think about it. But I really think that um, Satan wants to do most of his damage inside the home. Absolutely. That's and where he starts. That's where yeah. he starts. And, you know, it, it, we, we all know what it's like for all of us who live in a family. We all know what it's like for people just to get on the wrong side of the bed, as we used to say when we were mm -hmm. kids, or get on the wrong side of things and, and have a bad spirit or whatever. And all it takes is one person to start discouraging. I always imagine what it would be like if you if you see this family where the husband is gets up in the morning and he's encouraging the wife and the wife is encouraging the husband and the parents are encouraging the kids and the kids are encouraging the parents you could not stop that family mm. you know <laughs> they, nothing could stop them from having a great day and accomplishing great things right. and, and you just think why don't we why don't we do this why don't we create encouragement zones why don't we create echo chambers of encouragement where each person in a relationship encourages the other. I think that's what God meant for marriage. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's what he meant when he talked about helping each other. Don't you think? Absolutely. And, and I like how you said that encouragement brings energy and from energy comes momentum. Oh, yes. Oh, what a great word. Yeah. And momentum is, is so important. Maybe we'll talk about that on another day. But uh, that that's really important. Well, I, I could sit here and talk about this all day long, and you guys have things to do, and, and you need to move on with your day, but I just love this particular thing, and, and I've thought about it, I've taught on it, I think I even did a series, uh, I did a sermon back in 2006 at New Spring on this, and mm -hmm. I've thought about it ever since, this climate of radical encouragement. May God help us to be in encouragement agents today. You know, and here's the thing, one more thing, see, I'm, I'm doing it again. <laughs> You know, the thing that we need to remember is we need to start. Even if others won't start with us, we need to start it. Because we don't want to say, well, I'll start encouraging her if she starts encouraging me. No. Just be that person of encouragement. That goes right to that energy momentum. Start that momentum mm -hmm. rolling. Well, Mary Alice, we need prayer because Satan will fight us on this. So pray for us, if you will, please. Absolutely. Let's pray. Oh, Father, we need uh, encouragement from you. Even today, Father, as we read the headlines and as we 
uh, look around us and as we even see the struggles of those we love and all the things that we're up against. But Father, we know that you are stronger than any enemy that's come against us and, and you're stronger than the evil one who is against us and attacking us. And we want to keep our eyes focused on you because we know the victory is coming and we know that you love us, that you're for us, and you've promised to be with us in these days. And I just pray that you would help us to be encouraged to fulfill our role in these dark days, to be light shining bright in the darkness. And we know that we'll honor and glorify you. And we just pray for your um, your reassurance, your presence, your love. I pray that you draw each and every one of us close to you, that you wrap your arms of love around us and help us to just know your presence as we go through this day and this week, that we would live lives of encouragement that would honor you and honor others and um, and encourage others to keep their eyes on you in these days. And we'll give you all the glory and the praise for all the things you're going to do. And thank you, Father, that you've given us such a wonderful future to look forward to. All these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. We'll be back, God willing, tomorrow on Tuesday uh, to bring another lesson out of God's Word that hopefully will add something to your day. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day. God bless. See you soon.